The forceful measures that we as a country are taking to control the spread of the virus have brought much of the economy to an abrupt halt. Many businesses have closed. People have been asked to stay home. Your money, your money is on the line. Is on the line. Money talks. Money talks. Is on the air. All right, we're back. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jarrett McKenzie and Casey Smith, and uh, we've been talking about the situation uh, that uh, Todd, who's 41, was talking about tactical investing, trying to get in front of a, a uh, you know, some of the benefits you might see from a, a Biden portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got questions of your own, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, our question hotline number is one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. If you'd prefer to talk to a human instead of our machine, you can call seven seven zero four two nine nine one six six. Uh, or you can email us at drgenehensler.com, which is D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, you can also go to our website where we've got lots of information downloaded that might uh, you know, guide you through various things, uh, probably even a few of those SEPA articles, wouldn't you think, Casey? There's got to be one or two out there. Yeah, yeah. I would bet so. Some uh, business uh, exit planning stuff, uh, financial planning, uh, taxes, uh, how to yeah. handle, you know, pandemic, post-pandemic reactions from the government, which mm-hmm. they seem so distant at this point. I mean, that was all the way back in March. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking nine months ago. <laughs> yeah, well, forever. No, no shortage of like information. nine years ago. Yeah, yeah it, really. It really does at this point, but uh, we're still kind of slogging along in the middle of, you mm-hmm. know, Distancing. I feel and like this year has aged and, me about nine years. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, uh, you've stayed and spent a lot of time at home, so yeah, that's it. I know. Who if knows? you told me this time last year, work at home 90% of the time, I would have been all over it. But now, I think I'd rather it be the other way around. <laughs> You're heading back to the office. <laughs> I didn't know how much I appreciated my office. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, if if uh, folks at home have questions, we'd love to hear from you. Like I say, uh, one. All right. Well, we've got uh, some questions we want to cover here. Um, We've got one. Uh, this kind of ties back into the situation. Parker from Stonecrest says, I own both Raytheon and General Dynamics uh, in my industrial holdings. My guess is that defense will not be doing as well going forward. I'd like to trim one and invest the proceeds into something more diverse in the industrial sector. What would you suggest? So um, question first, I guess, is which one do you trim? And... Um, Let's look at a few details. Maybe if I had my notes together, I would uh, be able to answer that right off the bat. But since I don't, well, how about that? Uh, we've got uh, Raytheon, uh, who is an aerospace and defense company. Uh, they recently cut their dividend from 73.50 per quarter down to uh, 47 and a half cents per quarter. That was the second quarter of 2020. Probably uh, trying to save a little cash. Uh, in case things got bad, um, so it's it's not very solid when it comes to fundamentals. Their long-term growth expectations are negative, uh, expected to contract by about five and a half percent. Their uh, operating profit margins pretty attractive. ROA at just 2.5 percent, though. Uh, return on equity at uh, 6.9 percent. Uh, pretty heavily indebted. Um, you look at General Dynamics, both these companies are, are um, aerospace uh, defense contractors. 
Um, and I would agree, you know, the, the uh, situation going forward, at least for the next few years, is probably not going to be most beneficial for companies in, uh, you know, in defense contracting reliant on the government. Um, although when you look at general dynamics, they do have a growth that's about four and a half percent is what's expected. Their five-year earnings growth has been a little over 5%. So it's pretty much in line with the expectations are in line with uh, historic results. Um, both of these companies, you know, they're, they're um, pretty well uh, established. Um, dividend coverage, even after being cut, is very similar for both. 2.9 for uh, General Dynamics, 2.8 times for uh, uh, Raytheon with about a 2.6% dividend for Raytheon, 2.9% dividend yield uh, for General Dynamics. If you look, um, uh, both of the companies, uh, like I said, um, are contractors. 69% of General Dynamics revenues are generated from U.S. government contracts. 53% of Raytheon's uh, are coming from U.S. government contracts. So, uh, two companies very heavily reliant. Uh, if you look, uh, GD is almost all governments, even outside of the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. uh, they sell airplanes to foreign countries, so it's all, uh, you know, a, a very large portion of it. Twenty percent of the revenue from Raytheon actually is sourced from Airbus and Boeing. Neither of those companies are really knocking the cover off the ball, and, <laughs> you know, while you've got... Uh, uh, issues in the in the travel industry in the airline industry um, uh, these are these are really two um, tough holdings mm -hmm. um, I think if I had to make the decision I'd have to hang on to general dynamics even though it is more government I think you'll probably see less uh, growth in the budget for the defense uh, under a, a Democrat administration yeah. but I don't think you're gonna see it just totally obliterated mm -hmm. um you know if you're if you're looking for another company uh, you know you you also have maybe uh lockheed martin that does some of the same things although it does make um you know aircraft for for uh, business use as well um that looks to be pretty attractively valued right now though. that would be a good one to potentially consider yeah i think i one that i like right now is siemens uh it's a german-based company they've got a lot of stuff going on in the u.s as well uh, very splintered, uh, probably the largest contributor to revenue as mm -hmm. 1.52% instead yeah. of having lots of eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. This thing is, is quite splintered. It has a 3% dividend. It's one that we recommend to clients as well. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't realize how attractive that one was, in Siemens that is, before reading some stuff on it the other day, and I was kind of blown away about you know some of the potential there and, and as far as valuation goes, looks to be very attractive. Yeah, uh, so, you know, if if I were going to do anything right now, I would include that dividend. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, consider a, consider a company that pays dividends. Industrials have quite a few that, that are pretty good dividend payers. Uh, Eaton's another one, you know, it's got 2.5% dividend yield. Limited government exposure with, uh, again, a very splintered um, mm -hmm. client base. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with, uh, with uh, government contractors. Yeah. Until the government decides that it's <laughs> not going to buy new aircraft and war machines, right? right. So you, yeah. you're saying you trim Raytheon before General Dynamics, right? And buy and consider buying 
you know. Yeah, if you're looking for another place to go, I'd say Siemens is probably the most attractive. Mm -hmm. Uh, For a government contractor, maybe a Lockheed Martin or somebody like that. But, uh, you know, all things considered, um, I don't think that the government contractors are going to get crushed. But I do believe that uh, sentiment is not going to be nearly so Yeah, growth may be limited. Yeah, no doubt. Sure. Well, guys, uh, we are nearing the end of the show. Casey, I'm going to ask you first. What do you think? Market up or down next week? Oh, well, going from our first segment, I got to go up. Okay. Well, I'm glad to see you learned something. I really want to say flat, but I'm going to say up too. How about that? Both Casey and Jared up. You know me. I'm always saying the same thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.